listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's LA Complex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's L.A. Complex After Show. What's up, guys? Your L.A. Complex crew here, and we're here tonight, Tuesday night night not monday night la complex has moved to monday's night but we're still here live in the studio tonight's episode was episode seven of season two and it was called halfway we're very excited to be here as always i'm your host emil Ennis jr and i'm joined here with kelly and miriam and bam and we also have a very special guest who's on the line with us. Uh, you may know her from many things. She's an accomplished actress. But you may know her specifically from her role as Jennifer Bell on the L.A. Complex. Krista Allen, are you here? Yes, I'm here. How are you? <laughs> Yay! We're very excited. Do you to- hear all the background noise going on over here? It's crazy. No, we don't hear anything. You sound great. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, good. Good. Oh, that's it. That's top secret. Oh, <laughs> dang it! I thought I was gonna just, just spill it. Are you Are you giving yoga? Cl- are you like having a private a, pri- a private yoga class to one of your celebrity friends? Because I know you're a yoga instructor. That's exactly what I'm doing. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Everybody going. Oh, okay. I like that. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> well, we are definitely huge fans of yours. I have to say, I used to. Well, I watched you on Days of Our Lives, but also I watched What About Brian, and I loved that show and was really sad when it went away. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were really. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those, you know, shows that not a hell a lot of people watched, but you know, everybody loved it. So yeah, it was a really fun one. Yeah, well, that's one of the great things, and we talk about that a lot with this show. Is even though there's been a lot of con- you know talk about the ratings not being, you know, that great or anything, it's such a great show, and this LA Complex is getting such great reviews and stuff. So, I mean, what are what are your feelings on that? Are you because I know it shows in Canada and it's been showing there before here, and that's kind of what it is. But it seems to have a steady following, though. It does. You know, it had like the first. You know, the, the first episodes aired in Canada, and then the CW brought them here, and then they aired them here for the first season. And then what, I think it was like three weeks later, the second season started. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was really, you know, because we had shot, um, by the time that those episodes had finished, we were ready to air the first episode. But the, the ratings, are the not the ratings, the, the reviews have been phenomenal. You know, it's it's been really cool to watch how well-received it is, and People really love the show, and it's it's really fun to be a part of it. 
Yeah, they really do. I was just reading a new thing in um, Entertainment Weekly that was just really praising you guys, and I think it was just fantastic. Because obviously, we love the show here, and are just really excited that it's that it came back for so many more episodes. And it's fun to see your character yeah. kind of in there, you know, with Connor. He's he's getting some attention now. Yeah. He is. He is. I know. I, I was. I know. I was making a joke. I was like, "Oh, he's trying. He's trying to keep you and your. You know, your husband comes in, and he's trying to keep you guys together. He wants a little family." But one of the Krista, one of the things. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, what were you saying? No, go ahead. I wasn't saying anything. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was saying that's right. Okay. Well, no, Krista. One of the things that I was going to say is what what I really enjoy about your your, your character and your storyline is something that people who are who are in the industry they're familiar with what happens with you know with your storyline as far as you pretending to be in a relationship with someone uh, for the sake of someone's career reputation and so. I like the fact that this is acknowledged on TV um, in prime time because, you know, it happens a lot or uh, supposedly it happens a lot. And then when, you know, you came on, you was like, you know, we're going to date each other for six months because you need to be relevant. (laughs) And I think we're laughing, but I think that's I think that I think that happens a lot in Hollywood. I mean, you typically hear stories of a publicist calling another publicist and making that happen with celebrities. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting with this storyline, just the things that have occurred in a short amount of time with the character of Jen and with Connor, with Connor's... uh, awkward behaviors and his loneliness his his i mean we've said for a long time he needs to go to therapy big time and so for your character to come in and be this nurturing person to mm-hmm. him has been really great and almost to the point where this episode you can see him really hanging on to it right. and liking the whole unity even though it once again is slightly dysfunctional mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a little dysfunctional <laughs> it's like yeah but 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 we, me, that our our characters put the fun and dysfunctional <laughs> on this show. That's for sure. <laughs> I like that the fun and dysfunctional. I, I, it is. It, it's been. It's been. It's been fun to play that. I don't know. I mean, I've never been privy to any of that stuff that's truly happened. And they say, oh, you know, the the, the, the you know, the agreements and and whatnot and and all that stuff. But to date each other for this purpose. But it doesn't just happen in Hollywood. You know, like, if that's the case, then it, it happens everywhere. It's just Hollywood's in a fishbowl, so people do talk about it. They're like, okay, so-and-so, you know, you need to be relevant. But, you know, it could it could happen anywhere, you know? Um, it's just different in Hollywood, you know, I think. It's definitely but, highlighted. I mean, it's, it's fun. What? It's definitely highlighted more in Hollywood. It's it's you know if you sneeze funny and you live in in Alabama nobody notices, but if you sneeze <laughs> funny in California and you just happen to be someone that's in the limelight, then people are going to criticize how you sneeze if something came out of your face, whatever the case may be. <laughs> so well, it definitely exactly, is highlighted. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's definitely. S- it's definitely in a, in a you know in a fishbowl. Everybody's looking at what you're doing and and all of that. But I think that was you know that was the catalyst to get the Jennifer Connor storyline you know together, you know, and um, and then what transpires from there is, I I mean, did y'all see that happening? I didn't know. I I didn't see it happening. I thought I was waiting for a cat fight between you and Raquel. <laughs> I mean, it was there when you kind of gave it to her when you guys were coming out of the police station, and it's kind of taken a, a whole different toll. So I I thought it was going somewhere 
totally different. And so, me personally, no, I was not expecting where the storyline has gone. No. I mean, for me, I'm just, I get concerned about Connor. We've talked about this before because he puts himself in these situations where there's no way he's not going to get hurt in the end. This isn't going to end well. Mm -hmm. Well, even your character, Krista, says that this evening. She's like, I hope you are okay with the disappointment, which is Mm -hmm. a really bold statement and a true one, especially not only in in the situation that he's in, but in general across the board when it comes to the entertainment industry. It's, you're going to hear a lot of no's before you hear, uh, you know, a yes. So it's it's kind of funny how that all kind of ties in, ironically. Mm-hmm. It's weird because when I was watching episodes, like, I'm kind of tired. When she said disappointment, I was like, what appointment is she talking about? And now that you said that, it's like, oh, thank God I'm listening to the after show. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, too, how... Yeah, yeah I like but, how your character, though, it, you, like even when after... You know, he went to go bail Raquel out of jail and the way she acted, you know, they act like spoiled kids, basically fighting with each other. And you kind of put her in her place. And that's that's a good example for him. That is you have to be appreciative of what just happened here. You can't, you know, take out what's happening to you on other people. And I like that he's having like his character is having someone like that around him because that poor kid has issues. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was I think that was the first time you really saw Jennifer defending Connor. You know, you, you saw what was gonna happen. And she was she was clear in her place almost the way a mom would put her son's boyfriend in her place if yeah. something like that happened. You know? And that was the first time that you really saw, Okay, <laughs> here we go. And and um, you know, it's 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 been really interesting. I know when I was reading the scripts when we had our first table read, I was blown away. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't had all the scripts yet, but as we went through all of them, I was so excited. It was just so excited at the twist and how, you know, I wasn't expecting the character to. I did. I I didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but I was really excited to see. You know the way that everything was written, and and the way that everything kind of came into play, and um, yeah, it's such a fun show. I'm so glad you like it. <laughs> we love yeah, it. Yeah, we love it. And you know, this is one of the the, the more powerful storylines that are coming out too. Aside from you know the whole Cal and Tariq, you know, storyline, but this uh, one kind of stands out also. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you have this young, hot actor who's actually succeeding, that he's the 1% in this group of people, Mm -hmm. uh, in this group of kids that are making it in in L.A., and you you find that he has all of these issues, and just as things start to get good, he has this constant... Anytime something gets good, he goes and totally finds a way to try to ruin it. And it was interesting when you when your character goes and finds him burning himself and the nurturing TLC that was given to him that he absolutely needs and, and wants and, and mm-hmm. loves. And it scares me a little bit for his character in the show that he's going to take it a little bit too far. And you see that in tonight's episode, even in last week's episode, where I will say I was thrown through a loop about having a husband. <laughs> Totally. That was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely thrown up. I was like, oh, my God, she's married. What? <laughs> Did not yeah, expect yeah. that. Oh, that's my husband. Want breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the show opens today with you guys having, like, a family breakfast together. I and I, I, in my mind, for a second, I'm like, oh, my God, they're all passing around either antidepressants or something. <laughs> It was. It was a. It was a plate of drugs. <laughs> here's some. Here's something for your serotonin, and here's something for your whatever. But you're not <laughs> allowed knows? to drink anxiety pills. 
<laughs> but you're not allowed to drink at all. <laughs> no, and I think he needs that so much yeah. that he, I think he's mistaking it for like having parents almost. Like this nurturing family around him that he yeah. never had growing up. And, you know, he fought really hard in this episode today to make sure that, you know, your husband didn't act up, but he got it together, sobered up and and stuck around. He doesn't want him to go. Yeah. And the game yeah, night he was went so out cute. And he got the he got the vase that was broken, and he set that up. And he's really trying to hold everything together, um, which is it's so naive. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's 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 almost like he 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 Connor has such a sweet character, and he he really does want that family so desperately, and he trusts so big. So when he gets hurt, he gets hurt hard. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that kind of. You know, even, you know, what happened at the beginning with Raquel when he burned himself, too. So, you know, it was, you know, he it, it got, you know, it hit him really, really hard. And, you know, the fun thing about Jennifer is she is, you know, they say it, you know, that, you know, even you know, my husband in the in the in the show, like, yeah, she likes to mother. You probably like that, don't you? <laughs> you know? So it's been it's been really it's been it's been really interesting. I'm I'm also wondering I'm also wondering about your your ex-husband. I'm kind of wondering where this is going. It's not going to end well. You know, we don't think it's going to end well, but like what it, what are what are his motives? You know, he comes to the house, he has a drinking problem. Uh he's lost mm-hmm. you before. He's and, trying to steal, and right? he's tr- he tried to steal and then he broke the the vase. So for me, I'm just kind of wondering, like, where is this going? And I can't really figure out or make predictions of how I think it's going to go, being that I was we weren't expecting uh, um, the ex-husband to, to pop up in the first place. Right. Well, I mean, I can't really tell you where it's going, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can say that it, it just gets... It gets more and more awkward. I think next week next week is going to be really, really awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's you know as far as as far as um, you know the the, the uh, you know Alan Van Spring plays my husband and he's amazing and um, you know he's an addict. That's what he is, and so he's he's you know. Doing all, you know, he has all these addict behaviors, you know, irrational, breaking things, angry, all this stuff, you know, and um, and that was Jennifer's relationship with him was she was trying to fix him too, and then Connor comes in now she's trying to fix Connor, and now she has both of them um, in the house, and they're both they're both sick, which doesn't make Jennifer healthy. You know? <laughs> right. She's clearly not healthy if she's in these relationships, you know. Do you th- yeah. do you think that your character loves um, her ex husband and Connor? Yeah, very much. I think they're both different kinds of love. You know, I think I think with Connor, I think I think it's much more maternal, and I think with Eric, my husband, I think more of that angry love. You know what that angry yeah. love is. Like, could you just get better, please? <laughs> I love you, but you gotta go. That's enough. Get it together. Well, it's interesting how at the end yes. of the scene, they show the sliver of glass next to the new vase. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm interested and, you know, obviously you can't share too, too much, but I'm interested to find out how that's going to be discovered and the aftermath of that and putting two and two together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I, 
<laughs> Come on now, give us something. Give us, is there any is there any details you can give us that we can look forward to um, with your character or your storyline? You know, I, all I can all I can say is that you know, gosh, what can I say? <laughs> I can say that you know. I think she's going to surprise. I think Jennifer is going to surprise everybody. Maybe not to the most likable factor, but I think it's going to be surprising next week. I'll give you that much. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Jennifer, Jennifer takes a little bit of a turn. Nothing, you know, no, no evilness or anything, but she does take a little bit of a turn. And um, I'm not going to tell you which one that happens to. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I was surprised. But there's definitely, there's definitely some drama. <laughs> well, I so. was surprised that your character was as nice as as she seems to be at least thus far. Because I expected, you oh, know, okay. hiring a boyfriend and all that to be, you know, have a little bit of a diva issue. And when you found out that Raquel knew the situation, I was waiting for that to turn into something. And I was really surprised that it didn't, yeah. or maybe it just hasn't yet. Well, Jennifer, Jennifer has her eye on her own prize. Uh-huh. So as much as everybody else around her is addicted to whatever they're addicted to, she's also, she will not stop. Her whole thing is she needs to work. And mm-hmm. she is, you know, she wants to, the only thing that she has that makes her feel better is, is working. And um, you know, and just staying, staying relevant. That's That's the whole thing. But she's Certainly not a bad person. I, you know, I think she's mm-hmm. just um, she's she's kind of she's she's an actress. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like her next acting gig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except she's you know she's paying for the production of it. S- speaking of speaking exactly. of, speaking of actors, I just wanted to know personally um, how were you approached to um, how were you approached to to join the cast of L.A. Complex? Oh my gosh, I the best thing that could have ever happened. It was actually my birthday and I got a call from, I, I got a call that they wanted me to come in and do the show. And, you know, we had, we had talked about it and I had known about it um, before that, you know, they were interested in me for this. And then can you imagine on your birthday and I had taken some time off, you know, a couple of years. And then, like I said, on my birthday, I'm and I have the flu, mind you, and I'm sitting in my bed. I'm like, oh, gosh. The phone rings, and they said, by the way, happy birthday. Would you like to go do the L.A. Complex? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was the best birthday present ever. That's it was awesome. the coolest, coolest thing. So, yeah, and they didn't know it was my birthday. <laughs> it just fell on my birthday. <laughs> well, you definitely have us excited for what's to come in LA Complex, especially with your storyline. But what can we look forward um, as far as your personal projects? There are so many cool things happening right now because of this show, because of just being on the show. And, you know, um, there is a buzz about it. So people are, you know, people are watching it and we haven't, we haven't made our deals yet with some, with some different things and we're still in those negotiations, but there's some really great stuff and I'm excited to be back out there and I'm, I'm doing some writing right now, um, which is, which is really, really cool. And, um, that, that's really, that's really what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm trying to, I, I'm, I'm, seeing what is coming up next 
and um, we should know that here probably in the next week. <laughs> oh, that's great. Come and, and, and tell you all about it. Yes, you must. <laughs> well, we look forward to following yes. your career and following you on the L.A. Complex, that's for sure, because the storyline, once again, is very interesting. It's one of our uh, one of our top two, at least, that we love mm-hmm. is that storyline. Yeah. So looking forward to seeing where it goes and, and, and your other projects as well. And can you, Thank you. you want you Thank wanna you. let everyone know um your your social media like your Twitter? You wanna give a Yeah, a, where can that? they find you? Oh, you can find they can uh, on um it's Krista Allen XO. Like on Twitter. X O. So mm-hmm. Krista Allen X O on Twitter. And um And you're blogging yeah. too, right? Yeah, 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 you're blogging too, right? I was doing that for, I was, I was doing that. I haven't been on it in, in, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a vegan blog. And so I do a lot of vegan stuff. I do a lot of, um, um, I'm just, we, we, I'm almost finished with a bunch of stuff that I'm doing for One Green Planet and Own Time and doing some correspondence stuff for them and then my blog. And, oh my gosh, it's, it's been, it's been, crazy busy but then there's also the um kristaallen.com and um there's some there's some fun stuff on that too um somebody runs that for me and or somebody runs that and i'm i approve very nice it's my name <laughs> well, we are definitely very excited oh my, to see. <laughs> very what? excited. We're really excited to see where everything goes. And I mean, are there any fun set stories? I mean, since you, you know, when you came in, when you met everybody, was there anything you know cool or crazy or funny that happened that you can share with us? You know, I think every single day we had fun. I mean, it wasn't. It's not a set that you're bored on ever because there's always something fun. Somebody's telling jokes or we're whatever it is. I mean, it was always really, really fun. I can't think off the top of my head, like, oh my gosh, this was the best moment. But you know what? When I hang up the phone, I'm going to think it's 20. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, oh my God, why didn't I tell this? But, um, you know, I know one of the one of the best things is when I got to Toronto, um, you know, my, I had just had my birthday and the entire cast took me out and you know uh, Martin, the you know who's the you know creator of the mm-hmm. show, and, and um, everybody took me out, and it was such an incredibly warm welcome to to come in and be with this cast that had worked together, and we went and we listened to jazz, and we had a really really good time, and it was really fun. So that was that was one of the that was it was a really fun time. Nice. So and everything else was. I don't know. It was probably one of the funnest shows I've ever worked on. Well, that's awesome. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for taking time out to hang out with us tonight. We definitely look forward to to more of your stuff. And, you know, chat with us, tweet with us, come back and let us know what happens in the next few weeks and keep us posted on all of your stuff. Yeah, and we would love to have you uh, come into the studio, too. What's that? Oh, I was saying, and we wa- and you're always welcome to come into the studio with us as well. Yeah, whenever you're back in LA. Thank you, thank you. I, I would love to, and I'll, I'll let you know whenever anything's going on. I'd love to come and hang out with you guys again. Fuck. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, thank you for joining us, Krista. We really appreciate it, and you know, have fun wherever you're at in this secret location. I know. Continue your yoga session. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can't you hear everybody chanting now? They're in the middle of a cure can. I just gotta go. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with us, and we'll we'll chat with you soon. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Bye. 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 Well, guys, uh, she's so cute. That was fun, oh. Krista Allen. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some of the other exciting storylines. Let's go ahead and get it out the way. Simon and Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. You're like, let's get it out of the way. <laughs> okay, but granted, I don't think it's. I, I don't like the storyline that much, but it, it's getting kind of interesting. I, mean, I can't lie. I was kind of interested a little bit. I like Simon. He's yeah, witty. I like he's a Simon. witty little kid. He's very smart, and you know, he's basically telling her what she needs to hear, kind of giving that tough love. Um, he's like a little man. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's had he's been forced to grow up a lot quicker in life than he should for his age. But at the same time, you know, he's catching on to the nature of the beast of what it is that he likes to do, which is acting. And the fact that his sister is acting like a damn fool right. doesn't really help his career. Right. And so it's interesting to see his character develop into this. You know, I mean, last week alone was hilarious. I mean, it was it was messed up, but it was funny when he was like, you know what, I don't want to live in your car anymore, yeah. and I want to eat. <laughs> Like so, I need to work. Like, let's get it together. So he's he has this responsibility, and he knows what he should be doing as far as survival. Mm-hmm. And she kind of has too much, too many walls up, is what it is. She has too many walls up, except for with the cutie neighbor. Exactly, which her brother called her out on that because <laughs> yeah, he, he was using or she was using him for the camera, or whatever, and doing the whole audition tape and all this stuff and. Uh, she kept telling Simon, you know, this is a comedy role. You have to get into it. And he was like, okay. And then he did it the exact same way. And then he kind of blew up in front of her and in front of Cam. And what's that other dude's name? Kevin, maybe? I think we all have that annoyed moment where you just kind of like stomp your foot and you just don't want to do anything. You don't want to do what you're being told. It is embarrassing. But I mean, as a kid, especially, right. it shows even more. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I think that she really does like the neighbor guy. She definitely does. Oh, she yeah. likes him. And, and I think that's why in this episode, she spent a little too much time with him, which is why Simon went, peace okay, out. Okay, which I called that. First yeah. of all, when she was talking to Cam outside after she decided to leave Simon alone in the room... And she was like, okay, oh, he just booked this Bill Nye gig. I need to tell him. And then we see later in the episode, it's nighttime, and that annoying <laughs> band is outside playing with the party, as always. And she's got a, well, no, she said, I'm going to, I got to get burgers, and then I'm going to okay, tell him. But wait, That's bur- what she okay, said. well, it was daytime when she left. What took so long? I know it could, the sun could have been setting. She had to wherever. walk, maybe. She didn't have maybe. gas money. I'm just saying, you should have checked on the little kid instead of leaving or have somebody watch him. This is a little boy. You don't leave him in the complex by himself, especially in that volatile state that he's in. Right. Especially because she told him that he couldn't go outside by himself. And she told him, did she tell, yeah, she told him that his father walked out on them. Yes. I think that she's been, um, she's really been trying to make the, this transition with Simon and the whole family situation as easy as possible for him to the point where she's lied so much that he doesn't even know what's true and what's not. You know, we learn in this episode that her mom died, their mom died, and we learned that the father didn't know how to handle it. And so he bounced on them, which is unfortunate, but that happens sometimes when people have a loss. They just don't know how to handle their emotions and so all of a sudden it's like bam I'm done mm-hmm. and so now here's poor Simon he's like been living in this clueless world where she could have been just picking up the phone and be like yeah sure we're doing great dad even though there's no one on the other line mm-hmm. too bad the phone didn't ring for her and <laughs> yeah. like bust her but you know she was protecting him but to to a fault yeah. she was protecting him I do 
I understand why she was protecting him because you know as kids kids don't really need to know that information right and because he was so angry at her she had to respond back and so she basically said you know I he hasn't picked up the phone or he hasn't it's been six months since we since I uh, since he's called or picked up mm-hmm. or something so I can understand at that point he the boy was so frustrated like she basically had to tell him but you know the storyline is getting better for me but she annoys me her character just drives me crazy well she's trying too hard to be a grown-up and she doesn't really know how to be Mm -hmm. so she's just making a lot of bad decisions and she's you know she's acting out like a kid but in a grown-up world and trying to have a and it's hard when you're a kid trying to scold another kid yeah you know what i mean and it comes off I don't even think that she's trying to act like it. She's been forced into this position because she can't just bounce. And well, she that's can't just what leave I mean. Yeah, she can't just leave her brother. She's like, oh wow, if if they're not going to take care of him now, I have to. Like, she just assumed that responsibility, and that's a big responsibility to take on yeah. to be the mother to a child where you're used to being siblings and fighting, and now you have to play the parent role. Well, that's what, that's what I mean. Like, she's acting like she doesn't know how to. No, so she she's doesn't. like trying to act like she does, yeah. and it's just kind of falling apart. Yeah. And uh, it's tough. It's hard. You know? And now she, he left her with no money, too. Yeah, I he know. Took all, he took that $10 that was in there. Where, what's he going to do? Get a cap, like, down the street? <laughs> going to find This is okay. L.A. You never know. He could be hiding in the L.A. River. He could be anywhere. That it, That's what makes it even more scary, the fact that it's L.A. Mm-mm. And so at the it's end, a lot of places to get lost. And so at the end of the scene, I think on a bowl or something, it said, "Gone, uh, yeah, yeah, gone, gone to, to find, find dad. dad, gone to find dad." Poor so, Simon. Yeah, Hopefully I feel he, bad for him. I mean, he's not going to find them, obviously, but no. unless his dad's like a bum in Hollywood, maybe his the father came to Hollywood too. Nah, he's in Alaska. <laughs> he's in Alaska. He's, yeah. There's no one. He's north. <laughs> he's not coming south. Too far. Um, so there were a lot of really interesting storylines tonight. Yeah, so yeah. enough about them. That uh, one of my one of my favorites, of course. I guess do we go light and then go to heavy? I don't know, but um, Raquel. Okay, yeah, we can go there. <laughs> Raquel, Raquel is scandalous. She's master manipulator. It's great. Master manipulator, and the fact that she busts into the shower. Uh, when Ricky's showering and he is funny he's like oh you coming and she's like no ew <laughs> <laughs> she was not having that but to go and and go out of her way to change how she wants the world to view her it's really interesting and then it, it backfired on her this episode yeah. did you guys see that coming I kind of saw that coming I, didn't I did that. too I didn't see that coming he was way too broken that poor kid he's broken but his addiction wasn't anything but marijuana but yeah. he has so many issues like he had some serious issues when he was talking to her explaining it I just mm. I saw that coming where he was going to do something but who overdosed smoking weed? Well, we don't know what he no, overdosed on. No, he had on. pills or yeah. something. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't expecting him to take something else because he only said that his addiction was marijuana. Well, aside from that, too, when you enter into those rehab facilities and you see it, like, on Dr. Drew, and you saw it when they entered, when she entered in last week, how they check your mouth, they check your mm-hmm. bags. Like, where did he find, find medication to OD? Oh, they can always find it. They can well, always. in a <laughs> rehab, though, yeah, yeah, where yeah. there's cameras on you consistently, especially, like, in those rooms... When you're sleeping, there's cameras on you. The only time there aren't cameras on you is when you're in the shower or when you're in the bathroom. Maybe Raquel slipped well, in Well, I mean, what if it was the prescriptions that they were taking and he just took somebody else's? The thing is, is you yeah. can't even have prescriptions when you go to that stuff. Yeah, you can't take anything You can't even there. take, like, aspirin. It's television. Yeah, it's television. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We're, like, overanalyzing everything. I thought it was funny, though, when... 
before all this stuff happened, we was on the floor and stuff, and Raquel went into uh, his room, and she was, like, having the heart-to-heart conversation. That's where she found out about the mom. And I was like, oh, you know, I forgot that the cameras were watching. And then we see the, the wide shot, and, like, the camera's there, and there's another camera there. I was like, oh, of course. Like, this isn't genuine, but... Of course not. And we expected that to be. Yeah. Well, and the thing about her in this, it really showed even more so than what we already knew in this episode, is just how selfish she really is. She, you know... She says he doesn't have a real problem. If he really wanted to get help, he wouldn't be doing it on TV. Right. You know, but that's a good point. Not every, but not everybody handles things the right way. This was a child actor. Apparently, when he was really young, like a kid, kid, not a teenager. Mm-hmm. So all he's ever known was how to be on television. So maybe that's why he needed it done this way. It's like you never can really. You know, you don't really know what's going on in somebody else, especially when they say you can't take that stuff lightly. Mm-hmm. Well, look at her reason for doing it. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is once again an unrealistic value <laughs> yeah. on doing a rehab show. Uh-huh. But she's she's doing it. They're all doing it for one reason or another. And it's to be back in the limelight. Mm-hmm. And either it's for the paycheck, which she's getting as well. But she's also trying to renew her career, as mm-hmm. is Ricky. But this kid probably is looking at the paycheck and the fact that it's free help that he doesn't have to pay for the rehab. Right. And he also gets a chance to be in the sp- in the limelight again. Whether it's you know what's the saying, uh, any publicity is good publicity. Which right. to me, I never think that that's the, yeah. a good thing. Like bad publicity is bad publicity. Period. Right. You don't ever come out of that smelling like roses. Look at Lindsay no. Lohan. But I think sometimes you kind of need, you know, when that's all that you know, you kind of just need that attention, even yeah. if it's a ne- in a negative way. You just kind of need that. Like I've, you know, I've seen that with a few of my friends that have been in the industry for a long time. It's unfortunate when you can't have a real conversation with somebody because they're constantly putting on a show for you because they don't know anything else. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's just because that's all they know. Now, you, do, okay. Do you, okay, so we all know that uh, Raquel is a manipulator, but do, do you think Ricky has, has should take any uh, responsibility being that he changed, he didn't want to be considered the douche anymore? Well, I was just going to talk about that because I thought it was funny how when she was talking to Ricky in the shower and he was saying or basically telling him that he needed to be mean or whatever and he said well, I don't want to come off as a bully but when the whole altercation went down that's exactly how he came off as and then yeah the girl in the background that was my favorite <laughs> she so, raises her hand in the air as far as, as far as he goes uh, yes I think he should still take some responsibility I mean he yeah. he, he knows what he's doing too. he's not stupid like no but she totally manipulated him too and threw his words back at him so Raquel gets 70 he gets 30 everything he didn't (laughs) want to be she called him out and said that's exactly what he was to make herself look more like the nice guy when it was all her doing in the first place I love the producer of the show because (laughs) she's sitting watching and she's so pissed and and furious at Raquel because Raquel is not being who she are and who she is and she's totally calling her out on it and Raquel's like I don't know what you're talking about I just I love it because I think she's so she looks like she wants to do something and she knows she can't and so I love I just I love her attitude I was gonna say it looked like this episode it looked like this episode she was starting to enjoy that Raquel kind of turned it around well I think she was just uh just kind of in awe that she could do that, that. she yeah. did yeah. that because didn't Raquel even say when she went into the shower to Ricky shower I recast myself yeah yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
she's uh she's definitely talented definitely talented (laughs) she is um but i want to take a quick moment to talk to the fans and um you know each week (laughs) (laughs) so sweet i love that is this a soap i mean your voice totally he just had a delilah moment it's like hey everybody you know your voice is here and he's like okay i want to talk to you guys now i want to get sexy about something (laughs) really important (laughs) to all the sexy ladies out there (laughs) no but (laughs) i want to talk to the fans um you know we do this each week because we love this show and we know that you guys love la complex obviously if you're listening or watching with us um and what we would like for you to do if you could is go to itunes and all we ask is that you all we ask is that you rate comment subscribe (laughs) download (laughs) for free and tell your friends and tell your friends um and you know it takes like five seconds guys literally um five stars please and um (laughs) we just asked that you you could do that because it will really help us out get us noticed and help the after buzz network and you know if your friends don't necessarily like the la complex or don't watch it uh, you can tell them about other after shows like um true blood or scandal or tell them what they're missing or if they don't like the show just download it anyway I promise you, we'll make you like it. Yeah, just download it anyway. <laughs> but we also have like the newsroom, Pretty Little Liars, tons of, shows. tons of good shows. And then the the fall lineup is coming up very soon. So Ooh, new there, shows. There's so many things, and also there's a podcast app that you can get from the App Store, and that will organize all your podcasts. And um, you can do the same thing, rate, comment, and everything. We all have it on our Apple related devices, and we'd appreciate it if you could do that. <laughs> and then finally, um, YouTube is working again for those people who are missing YouTube. I know we have a, a decent YouTube following too. So um, we should be back on there this week. And yeah, thanks, guys. Check it out. (laughs) Check it out. So another interesting storyline. Abby Brennan, Laura. Oh, my gosh. Why is Abby so ridiculous? How did she get more? How could she get more ridiculous every time? I I mean, I I, I was I I like her storyline where it started to finally go. But when she was at the rooftop towards the end, I was like, just jump. (laughs) Just jump. Like it's enough. Like it's and and I I don't say that maliciously. I say that because she ruins every situation. Like she just doesn't know how to filter herself. She doesn't know. She doesn't think before no. she speaks. And she's selfish. Acts. And and so let's just kind of let's break this down. So <laughs> she they're on the set and they're on the set. Remember they have a morality clause. So she's on the set and then she goes to Laura to apologize in front of all the people. I mean, I've been a PA and so we listen. We listen. We hear you're all the You're mic'd gossip. up all day you're, long. You're mic'd all day long and sometimes we hear some things that we really should not hear. Mm-hmm. So why would she go and try to um, apologize to her? I think then when Laura told her basically to get lost, then when she sees Brandon, then she goes and then she tries to apologize to him and they're both like, we don't want to talk to you. We don't want to talk to you. Like, get by. What did she think was going to happen? I think Laura said it best when she was like, what are you trying to do? Take out a, an ad in Variety yeah. magazine? <laughs> I mean, because literally it's just that type of, like you said, it's that type of environment where there are many ears around and it's a small situation Situation right. and every once it finds out, like they're in a lot of trouble if they get busted. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it blew up in Abby's face, it's her own fault. Mm-hmm. My question is when she was uh 
messing up her lines? Was she doing that on purpose? So no, no, because she was too busy looking at. Um, she was too busy looking at um, Lauren because Lauren was giving her the the look of. Death, so Lauren just freaked out. So Lauren thought she was doing it on purpose because she kept kissing him over yes. and over. Again. Okay. Yeah, but when you but when they were kissing, you can you totally can tell yeah. she had a she, very. She looks she, like she was more scared. Yeah, she yeah. had a very dead look on her face. Okay. And then the producer, uh, then the, the the director was like, you know, come on, uh, Brandon, you give her a better kiss than that. And then after that, Laura just totally she just she totally blew up. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was interesting is once they got into um, the the meeting uh, with, with Donald, Donald yeah. aka Alan uh, Alan Thick, he totally ignored when Abby basically said, "I've been sleeping with both of them." <laughs> like. Why would she lie about that? Like, well, he, he just told her you were a bad influence on my show. You turned him into threesomes. And, <laughs> well, you know, and it's, you know, I think it's the fact that Lauren is it Lauren or Laura? Lauren. I'm a little confused right now. We're called Laura. What he said. Yeah. Um, I, I feel that she manipulated the situation. Mm-hmm. She really did, and she started off well. You know, from the beginning, you have told us to be very straight, honest, square, blah blah blah. blah. So she she knew what she was doing in setting it up, and all Brandon had to do was sit there and not say a word mm-hmm. and be like, I don't know. And and she did it right. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, you 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 put this strong work ethic and you know we take pride in the show and we're all about doing it right and she kept messing up her lines and and it was unprofessional unprofessional you know she kept screaming and that's when Abby of course goes and throws out the threesome thing I wanted to smack her I'm like seriously why are you bringing that up but I was with her for that moment when she said hey you know what you're not going to you're not going to fire me um on me supposedly having a bad work ethic and so then she told the truth but she should have stopped right there wait a minute though but she I, still did have a I, bad work I, I get I get what they were saying as far as like Lauren was saying, you know, she's messed up her lines and stuff. But she but, messed, she was messing up her lines because of what happened. I get that. But, but she should have waited to see what Donald was going to say because he could have just said, which it sounds like that's what he was going to say. Men, is Men never say anything. They just say. No, no, no. no I was saying. Was oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he could have said like or he was probably going to say, OK, you know, you just need to focus more. We'll get you with. Uh, acting coach or something, something like that because he's Help a nice run guy. Your lines. And then she took it. Not only did she talk about the threesome and stuff, she has the audacity to go through his desk to find something. Yeah, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> Charity receipts and donations. <laughs> Let's check your browser. Oh, the seven hundred club. <laughs> like, what were you? She went. She took it too far. She took it too far, and she threw herself under the bus as a result of it. Where she could have just been like, you know what? I'm sorry. I messed up my lines and left it at that. But like I said, Lauren or Laura. Gosh, now I'm like totally. Now I have no idea. Laura, Laura. <laughs> yes, I think she. It's Lauren. I, think it's Lauren I thought too. so too. I'm so confused. I think anyway, yeah. she went and and made it a point. She said to her from the beginning, "I'm going to do whatever I can to get you fired Fire. from this." And she just obviously knows how to trip Abby up, and she did. And yeah. then she pretty much said, "Here's your rope, Abby. Now go hang yourself." And she well, did because Abby acts like a five year old, like the, a kid that pounds fists, kicks, and screams. She doesn't know how to act like a grown-up in any situation. She just throws a temper tantrum and then she messes up whatever she's doing. And did you notice how as soon as she gets back to the complex, she knocks on Nick's door? Yes! She needs friends right now. That's not her friend. Well, bring Tariq back. (laughs) Speaking of which, can we go to that storyline? Because I'm pissed. Yes! (laughs) Yo! (laughs) 
Poor Cal. Love his... I mean, I love Andre, you fab. But um, he's so torn. He's so torn with what it is that he wants and what it is that other people feel that he needs to have happen for him. And today, in today's episode, naturally, he's it's opening with his interaction with Donna, which I was like, are they doing it? He's too in his head that I don't think that they were. Maybe I'm wrong, but that whole make No, he said session. he couldn't. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. That, that, um, the two times that they kissed, they were totally like which is what I was going to say um, you know even though he's going through this phase where he doesn't know if he's bi gay whatever he is he should still know how to kiss a girl it's not he was totally making out with her in the opening scene they were making out hardcore but there was another scene where they oh, did no, like, where a, it's like, like a, a awkward, awkward kiss they, yeah. but, but even last week when they had the awkward kiss when they had the awkward uh, kiss again yeah, he's like Ugh. he kind of like yeah. pulls back a little. Yeah, he, yeah, he like pulls he, back. Well, I, mean, I get it, but he he doesn't really like women. He he does the woman thing for his his facade that everyone else thinks of him. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is he's into men, and we see that. You know, to, we saw that in the last episode with the match. You know, the I guy, know, the waiter with the matches, and then we see it tonight with the lawyer, which that I didn't expect, but. I kind I, of did. I, 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 saw I, that one. I, I did. I saw that one. I didn't. And the reason why I didn't expect it is because, you know, here they are. They brought back the, the kid that he schooled a few weeks ago in the whole, like, rap off. Hold on a minute. Why didn't they bring up the fact that that kid hit him first? Did everybody forget about that? Oh, yes. Yeah. That annoyed me. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, because the kid is now trying to get his 15 minutes some one way or another. And what I think that he thought that he could pursue Caldrick in this manner and Caldrick wasn't going to be naive and just pay him off but the the fact that Cal sat at the table and was like oh what is it when somebody's not invited to come into your home trespassing and what happens if that person is in your house and doesn't leave you can use usable force and so here he is this kid's trying to get his 15 minutes and he's like dude I'm not having it been there done that mm-hmm. I know what my what my boundaries are and you're not going to cross them and then with the when he says well there's he, what did he say something about like him digging in his past like well maybe I should dig into your past. That's where I thought that that wasn't going to happen with the lawyer because that's his client. For he's the, the lawyer's doing this for that that kid pro bono, and so knowing that oh, no. there's a there's a yeah, the knowing that there's a this kid's going to try and find a reason to ruin him, and this is the kid's lawyer. That was a very but he dropped place him as a lawyer. He go. dropped him as a client though. And that first meeting that they had, he dropped him as a client, so he knew it wasn't his client anymore. Yeah, but it was also it was it was interesting because for that moment, that's when Caldrick almost had to kind of like step back for a second. But then he totally held his ground, and it also just showed how business savvy he was and mm-hmm. how he how he knows the law. So he's not just some little you know some little rapper from the hood who has no who just spends all his money. It showed that he was really intelligent and that, and that he knows the legal you know the aspects mm-hmm. of of situations like this. Yeah. But I personally I personally saw where this was coming because when the lawyer came back to yeah. where he was mm-hmm. to ask if he wanted to just mentor him. Did um, you see it too? I was like, you, uh, just I did too, the, yeah. the, the, the eye the eye looking, that was the same kind of eye looks that he and Tariq had. And then when the guy was leaving, Tariq said something to him again, the guy responded and so and then and then when they had the, the interaction again when they were in the house, it was the same exact thing but it was just on the opposite end. So that's well, 
because he asked him, like the you know, he asked the lawyer the first time, you know, is that it? Is that it? And he, you know, and then the lawyer asked him the second time, is that it? Let's talk about this because Mm -hmm. this is our should have been our clue last week that he wasn't going to hook up with the waiter dude because Cal likes this intense like battle before he. It's his form of foreplay. It's like (laughs) do something, do something with this guy. He's like, oh, is that it? And then they have this big, and then wall to wall on the ground wherever they were, (laughs) just going at it. And and it's so funny because when the lawyer went to you know kiss him, then you know uh, Cal kind of pushed him back, like you know, like what the f are you doing? Like he was going to do something, Mm -hmm. and then of course he gives that look, and then he (laughs) it was just hilarious. (laughs) Tariq should have busted in. I don't know. I feel that that lawyer might be in in one way or another could set him up. I was thinking the same thing just now because, um, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I don't think so. I don't know I was going to say that's it. I, I think they were just, to- I think they were attracted to each other. I think they were too. I mean, but it doesn't doesn't mean that something bad is not going to happen, but no. I definitely think they were attracted to each other in that first, like I could tell. Mm-hmm. Speaking I of attraction, Nick and Sabrina, fatal attraction. I thought. love them. and I am annoyed with them right now. No, I too. love how she did that. I mean, she set it up in the beginning. She's good. I can't stand She her. was like, <laughs> she's like, you know, he's he of course is wondering why she's being so nice, and you know, waking him up with a nice little kiss, giving making him breakfast with a smiley face, and then she hands him a box, and he's like, "What's this for?" And she's like, "Open it." She's like, "You know, the last day of of your execution, you get a conjugal visit." So she, he got to get his something something. You get your last meal, which she made him, and you get a smoke. <laughs> Today's the day that you're going to lose to me to get the job. It was cute. I liked it. Mm. I liked their interaction. The banter and stuff is funny, but he still annoys me because he's still a punk. Right. You he don't have sympathy for her. Can't stand up for himself. He doesn't. But what what. What ticks me off particularly about her is she plays this little tough, she plays this tough girl. She's always doing mean things to him. And whenever things does not go her way, then she pouts. And then he always wants to, like, Mm -hmm. help her out. Like, once she discovered or once she had that whole uh, uh, issue where because she's the only female, you know, she felt like she had it. She felt like she was was a loss. She was a loss. So then he tries to... he tries to um, to um, say that the two of them came up with the idea. When he's trying to help you, then she wants to not have mm-hmm. any part of that. And then she goes outside, and then she she pouts about the fact that she's the only woman, and it's really hard for a woman to to be um, to you know to get a to job as a, co- a comedy writer. And and then she almost to, was to the fact she it was almost to the point where she was going to have him quit. Well, I can see where she goes and has that dilemma of being the only woman on on set. She's been doing this a lot longer than he has. She likes him, and here he is. He is, I mean, we saw his stand-up in the beginning of the first mm-hmm. season. He's not that good, and so for him to swipe in and steal her thunder, it's it hurts. And then, you know, but it's like she's worked so hard, and now he here he is. My thing is, as far as this, they're both annoying and stupid, because the thing that bothers me is she was playing the card later on in the episode where she was saying how... Uh, you know, I should get this because she was making it sound like she played fairly and she deserved it. But no, you didn't. You kind of did the dirty stuff too. Just because he's been going to the whorehouse with the boss doesn't mean that you did everything. She ditched him at In and Out. Like right. you know, she did. She did just as much to him as he came back and did. But he didn't do anything specifically to her the way she specifically did mean things to him. He yeah. still Plus, helped her, right? Plus, telling him that if I would have gotten the job, I would have deserved it. That he doesn't deserve. 
deserve it. Who's to say? Yes, his stand-up was bad, but that was his confidence. I don't think it's because he doesn't. He has bad material. You know, he may be a better writer than he is a stand-up comedian. And he does have like great brainstorming. Su- yeah. He has great suggestions when they're mm-hmm. brainstorming. Yeah, he feeds off of other people. That's how he works. It doesn't mean that he's bad at what he's doing. And I don't like that. Just because you've been doing it longer doesn't make you better. Well, it's not so much that. It's the fact that, and we said this about her character when he stole her stand-up, she brings out the best in him. And if she wasn't around and they weren't having this banter and interaction, he would have lost this job day one. I mean, maybe. I mean, well, That's what we'll find out. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't have any talent. And no. that's basically what she's telling him. For somebody that you're in a relationship with, somebody that you like, just because you're mad at, you know, when you're working together, doesn't mean that they're bad at what they do. You don't need to drag someone else down just to make yourself feel better, especially yeah. being in a relationship with someone. That's the part that I don't like they're about it. They're not technically in a relationship. But, they're I mean, in the, but they're in the beginning stages. But of. you know what I mean. So. Yeah. But, you know, they're in a relationship. I mean, and they may not say they are in a relationship, but if if they are the two that they're going to, they're going to each other's homes every night. Right. They're hanging out well, with each other. Even a friendship. Yeah. You don't do that to your friends. Even right. if you're going after the same job, one of you gets the other one doesn't. Oh, well, you suck. It should have been me because I'm better than you. Don't do that. Like, I, that's just, you Well, know. I know Bam's probably going to call a nigga chicken head. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets to the house to essentially apologize to her, and then she says, quit your job, and, and then you can come to. in. He's about to quit his job. Like, what? I, no. I would not do that. Well, and then she was like, call right now, and then be on speaker. I can't stand this girl. Why, yeah. why are we talking I about think her? She was, t- she was trying to see how far he would go for her. And you know what, though? It's she all- stopped for a girl him. that's not your girlfriend? But she stopped him. Yeah, but that's how retarded he is. Like, a girl what, that's not your girlfriend. Like, that's if, just crazy thinking. What if he would have quit his job and she's like, oh, cool. Well, that was dumb and slammed during his face. Like, that could have... <laughs> That could have happened. <laughs> like it just wasn't smart thinking. Like you need money too. Like I don't know. That like he needs. Happened. Sometimes you can you can feel you can feel for someone else, and it's you know. And this is a tough industry, and not everybody's going to get the job. And you're going to come up against your friends a lot. Yeah. That's why they call. That's why the saying goes: "It's show business, not show friends," because it gets tough. But you can't. You let yourself fail just to pump someone else up, or you're never going to get anywhere. Yeah. You have to. There's a right way to do it. You don't have to be mean about it or malicious about it. But sometimes you're just you just may be better for whatever reason or a better fit or somebody likes you works you know the chemistry is better something you yeah, get picks this, they don't yeah, in this industry some it's the, it, it varies on a lot of things yeah like, it could be anything. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to be the most talented. You could just be the better fit. Yeah. And that doesn't make, you know, doesn't mean that the person that you're hanging out with has the right to, you know, and he's tear the, you down. And he's the better fit. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say for her and for their character um, situation, it made it interesting because if if it was too easy, the show would be boring. Right, and so I I like their interaction and the whole cat and mouse. It's almost like Tom and Jerry mm. uh, interaction, and that part of it was cute. But watching him go through that with Abby, and then it just it annoys me about his character. Like it's enough already, dude. Well, there has to be you a know? poon in, 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 in every mean, show. There's got to be one guy. He can't be a strong man because if there's too many strong men, then it wouldn't be. Well, he like doesn't said, have be to be. He doesn't have to be like Cal, but. I mean, just have a few balls. A li- just, just, a <laughs> just, a bit. just a little bit. Just a little bit. One big oh ball at least. Um, but let's go to uh, news. Do we have, have, a little, have a little bit of news? Hey, what's your news? After Buzz TV News. 
So, you know, LA Complex moved to Monday nights now, and last night it actually went up in the ratings. So, um, the creator of the show tweeted, I just, that's how I found out, he tweeted today, and according to him, um, in total viewers, it went up 27%. That's a good amount. So, a lot of people were saying that the show was going to fail because it switched to a different night and it already was struggling on Tuesday night, but no, the strong has, or the show has a strong following, so. That's really good, because Monday Nights has has a strong lineup. You have yeah, Bachelor Pad, Pad, and, and, and uh, America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shows that it's up against, so for the ratings to go up, that's a really good thing. Exactly. Yay, LA Complex. So, we're happy Definitely. about that. Give a big hand clap to that. Yeah. Um, that's only needs a hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was another really good write-up on um, entertainmentweekly.com, EW.com. There was a writer that, you know, said that uh, the L.A. Complex was one of the best shows the CW has ever had. And it was funny because she put a disclaimer, you know, calm down, Vampire Diary fans. You know, it's okay. I'll let you exist if you let me exist. But she goes into detail just about the show and kind of breaks it down and just really, you know, talks about how much she admires the writing and the cast and the the different characters. So I think that hopefully is helping, you know, get you know, bring more attention to the show because it is a, it's a, it is a really great show. As much as we, you know, pick at pick the different yeah. characters, it still does show the trials and tribulations right. that people do go through so much better than you know like a Mel, you know, she compared it to like a Melrose place where none of their problems seem to be really real, like that you could re- relate to. And these in the LA complex seem to be a lot more relatable. Yeah. Absolutely. They're yeah. relatable. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the storylines, even though some it, we've had love hate relationships with them, mm-hmm. Alicia. <laughs> and she'll be back. Yeah. Abby. She'll be back. <laughs> But the, the thing is, is they keep because they are who they are on the show. It keeps mm-hmm. it moving. It keeps us interested. It's Absolutely. Like, is she going to make that mistake again? Is she going to trick him again? Is she really that stupid? Is he really going to hurt himself? Is he going to ever come out of the closet? Like these are the yeah. questions. It keeps you asking those questions that I would think the writers want us to be asking. And so yeah. that's why we keep watching. And yay for LA Complex. I at know. 27%. So it's great. <laughs> Woo! Yay! So well, let's go to predictions. After Buzz TV, and now, you're After Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? You're um, doing predictions with a bang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so where do you think this Nick Sabrina storyline is going to go now that that's kind of the work thing? I have no, I don't know where that's going to go. He's got the job. She's going to leave him alone. They're going to be happily ever doing it after. <laughs> so what? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. No, um... There's going to be more tension in the relationship, yeah. and she'll probably do more conniving things to, you know, to 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 make things go worse for him. But I think the more bad things that she does is going to just make him better. Yeah, and maybe she'll realize it at some point. What about a uh, cow? Oh, Cal. Oh, yeah, his car got burnt. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't. Well, that kid, yeah, the kid blew up his car. Which was the last thing we saw from him, right? Oh, or, no, yeah, before, before he went to, he yeah. went to Bangalore. But that was the only scene that his that his dad Walter was in. Oh yeah, yeah. in the background. I think that um, I think that the kid's gonna come back and maybe bust him with the lawyer, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, he's got a scandal ahead of him. Unfortunately, How, and then Tyreek's gonna come back and, and I was about comfort to say, him and be like, "Okay, now that you're out in the world, I am here, baby. Let's do this." We're in episode seven, and Tariq's still not back. He's supposed to. Be I back. think Tariq is coming back during the season finale. No, I just because there was a picture that was that I think Ben tweeted where it was a it was a him Andre and um and and, and the uh, lawyer. And Big Sleeps, and they were they they had took a picture together, and so I know when um, when Big Sleeps was here, I think that was their last week. 
mm. the taping. So I'm assuming that he's there for the season finale. But um, you know, I think he may be back sooner, only because on IMDb he's he's got a lot of episodes on him. He has more than Beth and Simon. Yeah. He has more than most of them. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be interesting. But uh, what do you guys think about uh, Connor and Jen? Ooh, and husband Eric. I don't know where this is going. It's going to get weird because Eric, like like she said on the phone, like Eric is still in a volatile state and he's not stable. And I know Connor's trying to create this little family, but you can't Which bang your mom first creepy. of all. Uh, <laughs> he's got it, parents now. Yeah, that that's what he's trying to keep together. Bef- before he burned his arm, like they were in bed, they were having sex. You were almost starting to see that they were going to be in a relationship, right? And that was just completely 360. He's messed up in the mind. I yeah. think that she's going to find that sliver of glass and cut both of them. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, what'd you nice. do to my parents' vase? <laughs> <laughs> Raquel? Oh, I don't know. She has no heart. <laughs> so, I'm hoping that she develops one before this show is over. She's going to have the cameras follow her to the hospital with that dude. Are you okay? As she's looking, putting on blush. Oh my I, want, God. I want her to get back into this whole, with the whole Connor thing. She has her own storyline now. So. That'd be cool. they got to mix yeah. it up. What happened to the... Well, obviously, there's the, no baby. I was about to say the baby. Yeah, there's yeah. The, baby the, baby gone. Gone. the baby is gone. The baby is gone. The baby is gone. Maybe she'll have a breakdown on the, on the rehab show. I was pregnant and I lost it. I yeah. took my face. Off, and that's why I crashed my car. And then Connor's gonna be like, "Dude, you were pregnant." And yeah. I think there might be a maybe. That's my prediction. There'll be nice. a, like a disconnect. That's replay. a good one. That's a good one. We'll yeah. see. We need some more interaction with yeah. everybody, though. They were very separate this episode. They need to be partying by the cheesy band. <laughs> oh, gosh, oh gosh, I know. And then Abby. That's enough oh, of that. Oh, she's a hot mess. She yeah. needs to go back to Canada. She needs to stop wearing bra <laughs> shirts and wear real shirts. <laughs> Lingerie in public. And finally, our favorite uh, character, Simon and Beth. I think Simon's gonna be gone for a while. Yeah, Simon's coming back next week. We saw the (laughs) boy. From Beth. I think he's going to be hiding from Beth for a while. He's going to hang on to the little bit of money that he has. And I think that he is going to, you know, he'll be hiding underneath the, the somewhere in the L.A. complex where she can't find him. It's funny. Or we, nearby. We really have to struggle with these predictions because those previews didn't show I know. Nothing. They don't show anything. <laughs> Poor kid. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, tell us where we can find you guys. Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter. Bam Erickson Twitter. Uh, Kelly with an IE 079 on Twitter. At Emilio E. Jr. and ChasingLA.com. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. Same time, same place in Hollywood. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.